You are listening to the Making Life Groups Great podcast. Life groups are important to the life and health of North Monroe and North Church Bastrop. And this is the podcast designed to help you make your life group great through encouragement, sharing of resources, and having an ongoing conversation about the importance of your life group. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, this is Kevin. I'm back for another episode of Making Life Groups Great. Uh, This is episode 2.75. Cody's out of town, so I'm going to just do a little short one, just to challenge a little bit as a life group leader. I was thinking about this the other day. I read a a quote that said that 2.2 billion people use Facebook every day on average. And I was thinking about that because people are using social media to be connected and it seems like even though we are connected um, and probably more connected than any time in, in history as far as these kind of things um, with the technology that we have and we're always having a phone right in our hand and we're always seem to connect it to the news or to social media, we're more informed than we ever have been, that there's a problem with being connected socially this way that is not met unless we have community. And so I want to tell you how important your life group is to really meeting the the need of people being in community, not just being connected in a way that social media allows it because everybody looks great on social media. Pretty much every everything's perfect in the world when we when we look at those things. And the information we get, even everybody tends to believe, but we want authenticity. We want, we want people to be real. And the real way to do that is through community. And so to me, every believer, every, every Christ follower needs community that they're connected with for growth, encouragement, to be able to use their gifts and to, to worship with. So I want to talk a little bit about that today. And, and I wanted to ask the question, what is community built on? Because in reality, our communities, even life groups, are only as strong as what they're built on. So so what do we build our life groups on? And we've talked a little bit about this in our first couple of episodes, but but truthfully, the foundation of, of the church, the foundation for every life group is the gospel of Jesus. It's the word of God. And, and that's the deepest foundation for our community with one another. That's something you don't find on Facebook a whole lot of. And so we're connected because we're sinners rescued by grace and and given new lives in Christ. And so I want us to think as life group leader, leaders about this and, and maybe keep this as the, the at the forefront of our minds when we're building our groups and encouraging our groups that if our life group is not gospel-centered, if it's not word-centered, then it will be just another social outlet like um, Facebook or Instagram that really lacks power of transformation. And we don't want our groups here at, at this church or in any church setting to just be a group that connects people. Um, connection's important, but we want to move into a more um, deeper connection and, and that brings community and brings transformation. And so if our life group is gospel-centered, it provides community that transforms us. And in that community, we're, we're going to do certain things. And, and I think I want to give you three things today to kind of gauge where you are as a life group, kind of see where you and your life group are in this, in this kind of this gauge or this, this, this metric. And it comes from scripture. It's Romans chapter 12, 
verses 9, 10, and 11. And, and let me read verses 9 and 10 real quick for you. It says, don't just pretend to love each other. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. And, and the life group that is based on the gospel of Jesus, that's based on the word of God, right off the bat, um, Paul tells the Romans, he said that that's, that's a group that loves honestly. They love authentically. You see, Facebook connectivity really can't provide this. It can't provide this like a community can. Because in Life Root, we love each other in every way. Um, we have encouragement, but we also have accountability. And, and I'm truth, truthful with you this morning. Sometimes love is easy. Sometimes love, loving people is easy, but sometimes loving people is hard. And if you're not truly connected with people on a on a spiritual level in a group like this, it's going to be hard to love them the way that Christ loves them. Um, because what we know is, is authentic love, um, honest love forgives. Honest love also confronts. Um, Honest love listens. Honest love wants the best for those in the group, no matter what it takes to get there, right? So the first thing we want to do as life groups is we want to truly love honestly, um, you know, and, and sometimes that's through accountability. Sometimes that's through struggle. Sometimes that's through helping somebody get back on the right track. Paul would say in Galatians chapter six that we're to we're to help each other when we see somebody stray and we're so we're to lovingly and gently push them back to the right way, um, to the to following the steps of Jesus and and being back in the word. And we're supposed to be on guard that we don't fall into the same trap. And and so I think when we love honestly in a group and we have that kind of authentic um safe environment where we can truly love and trust each other, then encouragement's going to happen and accountability is going to happen. Um, loving people when it's easy to love them is going to happen. And also loving people when they're hard to love and forgiving and, and listening to people and, and then nudging people back on the right path. And this all happens in the in the context of a loving community built on the Word of God, because that's what God does for us. And then the second thing that Paul tells us is he says, don't just pretend to love each other, really love them, that authentic love. And then he says, hate what is wrong. So I think the second thing that we see is, is that a, a gospel-centered community, your life group, does not and cannot ignore sin, but it confronts sin in a loving way. Um, if the gospel is real in community, you can't downplay the severity of sin. Um, I think that when we hate what is wrong, in a in the context of this community, um, we welcome confession, but we help and we warn and we 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 let people know that that um, that we're not going to tolerate the sin because we can't if we truly love them. So if we're loving them authentically, we're also going to hate what is wrong. I, I think about this all the time in in the context of my children. Um, when my children were younger, or I think about my grandchildren. If my granddaughter's playing in the road. And I see an, a car coming at her, um, heading pretty fast that maybe doesn't see her. Am I going to allow her to stay playing in the road just because she wants to and because it makes her happy? Or am I going to run at her and am I going to yell at her and I'm going to uh, I'm going to grab her up and yank her out of the road? Well, which which one of those two scenarios would be true love? True love is is hating 
what you're about to see and, and hating the fact that somebody's about to get hurt and they're about to get themselves in a mess. And so you go and you grab them and you warn them and you, and, and you confront them. Um, true, com- true, true community lovingly nudges believers towards repentance. And, and, and we pull each other out of the road when we need to pull each other out of the road. Um, sometimes we just have to do that. Uh, we can't, it, it can't just be this, not nobody's perfect merry-go-round that we climb on and just accept all our faults just for accepting all our faults. True community, we sharpen each other. We make each other grow. We make each other transform by the power of the word working in us and us working with each other. We don't just chalk it up to, oh, well, nobody's perfect. Um, that's not what we're instructed to do. Paul would say it back in Romans chapter 6, verse 1. He said, well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of His wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? So our life groups, and as a life group leader, we're kind of responsible for this. We want to create an environment where we can love truly, love honestly, um, love when it's easy, love when it's hard. And in doing that, we're going to We're going to love people and we're going to hate what is wrong. And then the last thing that he says, and it goes back to the very, very beginning of this whole thing, is he says in verse 10, love each other with genuine affection and take light in honoring each other. Um, Those words, loving each other, that love and genuine affection actually means of the same womb. So what he's saying is because of the gospel, we're called to have a deep love for each other um, in a way, kind of like we're actually related. We're of the same womb because guess what? If we're born again into Christ, then we are of the same womb. We are that. And and so we want to love people like their family. And I don't know about you, but I would do anything for my family because I love them. Um, I, I want to I wanna go the extra mile because I love my family. I want to love them because they're my family. I want to stand up for them because they're my family. I want to help them because they're my family. And that's what we do as a life group. And that's what we do as life group leaders is we champion our life group and we lead by example in loving each other, hating what is wrong, and then and becoming a family, truly realizing that in Christ we are part of each other and we can love each other like we're like we are of the same womb, according to Paul. And that's a beautiful picture of what what Christian brothers and sisters really look like. And so I say all this to say that's that's kind of three things to give you as a life group leader to take with you to to help you shape your life group to help you build your life group but the bottom line is we need community. We can't say this enough. It's why this podcast exists because we believe in the need for relationships and community. God made us that way. And if our follow if we're followers of Jesus, it's vital to our growth to have community in our life. We need our life group. We need to be connected to people who are like-minded. And and Scripture is filled with these images of real community. So I want to leave you today with a question. Um, Will your group, will your life group be a place where people are just connected through superficial means? Or will it be a place where real, authentic community happens? I pray that you can kind of chew on that question and maybe think and pray about how God would have you change the direction of your life group or make your make your life group more authentic and so that you're truly a community and not just a, a place where people connect for social events.
Um, and so that's kind of the word I had to share with you today. Um, we'll be back with you next week, Cody and I both. And we look forward to um, to doing that. And if you need any help, if you have any concerns, don't hesitate to give us a call here at the church or email us or, or get in touch with us so, so we can help you truly make your life group great. Thanks, guys. Thank you.